Hey, everybody should go check out that Smoke After Dark episode I dropped on my other podcast. I'm talking about the Green Bay Packers, the Chicago White Sox. Let's talk about what's going on. Let's talk about what's going on. Because baseball, if you're not a fan, if you're not in sports entertainment, you don't give a shit, dude. You do not care. You're not worried. You're like, is how's my team look? Not that good? I'm not that surprised. We knew the White Sox weren't going to look good if they didn't make some big moves. And what happened? They didn't make any big moves. They didn't make any big moves. They didn't bring in anybody that was like, oh, that's the guy. We didn't even keep Jose uh, Abreu, so I knew we were going downhill after that. I knew that. And then we get rid of, you know, basically our, our top three pitchers for the last four years. We've been, you know, talking up and promoting up and helping sell tickets with those guys, and we ship them right off. Uh, a guy named Jake Berger comes in there as a designated hitter. Comes in there and cleans up, gets guys home, and unfortunately, we get rid of him, send him to the Marlins. But I have a good comment about that, actually. A very intelligent comment I'm going to make about that. Everything I say is smart, but this is intelligent. I'd rather see him on a winning team with a chance than on our team where we're staring at dysfunction until... We get new leadership. Bottom line. Bottom line on that. As far as the pitchers being shipped off, I mean, they're not happy. They're not happy. They don't like their situation right now. And now they're all in a better place for when it gets cold. So they'll they'll make their moving arrangements and their living arrangements. The White Sox did right by trying to unload players so they can have an opportunity. They did wrong for us, the fans of the White Sox, by not putting together uh, a championship team or a team that could compete in the playoffs because we were pretty close to having a, a, a chance to make a run. If they would have stuck with the plan and we would have been able to keep everything together, this would have been the year we would have been making our run. Instead, we took two steps back, maybe even three steps back, and we definitely took our foot off the gas of of what like is expected. Um, and then you look at the Cubs, and, and they're not having any luck either. So basically, baseball's back to being down again in Chicago. Um, and everybody's ready for football season. And that's how I'm going to segue right into this. So we got good news for the Packers coming in, um, from Yard Barker. Uh, dot com where they're reporting that Rashawn Gary is now ready and active. He's going to be participating in training camp. That's huge for the Packers. He's the second biggest name on that defense besides cornerback J.R. Alexander. And I believe that this Packers defense is like the 2010 defense, very underrated, very overlooked. And I think we're going to have a lot of success down the stretch. I think we've come into kind of like a point, like a precipice where we were trying too much of the old way and we needed to get creative. We needed to, we needed to get exotic again. And I think that's what is coming this year. 
I believe that's why we went heavy on the defense in the draft. I believe that's why in the free agency, we've also stayed sharp in protecting our team as a whole. And I think that overall, we're going to look good. I think the defense is going to be putting Jordan Love in really good situations. Like, really good spots for a guy like Jordan Love and his talent level. Because he's going to have to develop that. And, you know, uh, I even heard some people, you know, like Pat McAfee say some cool things about the Packers, you know. You get guys like Colin Cowherd. I don't understand that at all. You know, I understood that he didn't like Aaron Rodgers. But to then say, like, oh, the Packers are not good or they're not going to be a good team. And, and you know, kind of all the shade that's coming on the Packers is like this weird animosity built up the, against the Green Bay Packers. And it feels like they're mad at the organization or, or something like that. Like it's a, it's a fake rage. I feel from Colin Cowherd and some of these other commentators. That's so fake. That's such a phony rage. What is that? I don't get it. Like if you had a legitimate gripe, just lay it out there, but to do it in that subliminal way and then to try to bring it up as like, Oh, well, you know, it's just a team as a whole or Matt LaFleur. He wasn't that good with Tennessee. I don't think you these these guys really do much homework beyond what they're fed on the table. I I'm not saying all of them, but I'm saying when I look at some of these guys and I'm I'm seeing what they're saying, it's not matching up with what they should know. No excuse. So for me, I look at it in a broad in a broad way. Like I look at it and say, hey, there's it's going to come down to clutch moments for the Green Bay Packers. It will come down to clutch moments it will be can we put our team in good field position on with the defense like can the defense get a sack when they need to and knock the whole rhythm off the uh, the other offenses drive and all of these questions are going to get answered but those are the questions we all start asking all right how's our defense going to look all right how's our offense going to look and everybody starts getting a lot of anxiety and that anxiety turns into frustration and i feel like because people that have different teams they like that are not doing good they try to like find somewhere to bring that anger to but each week is going to prove different things and there's a lot of teams that aren't doing good I think people forgot the Chicago Bears are coming off their worst season in history and you're seeing in their training camp and their practice it's not sounding good. They're talking up their defense. I mean, we haven't been able to see anything really, but they're talking up their defense. That We always know that. How's that offense look? Because you got a quarterback back there that looks like he's running for his freaking life every down. Oh, he's such a great quarterback. He's such a great runner. He's freaking running from the defenders every time you can't. You don't got anybody that can block for him. You're bringing in leftover offensive linemen. Like, it's ridiculous the way they structure some of these teams. I have to just sit back and be like a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth. Like, no, you guys got to do a better job of that. So I look at the Packers and I'm saying, with Jordan Love, he's going to have the benefit of a Green Bay organization that wants to always protect the quarterback first. Like, they really, really spent a lot of money to protect Aaron Rodgers. No one brings that up. Do you think the New York Jets, go look at their offensive line. In all respect to the New York Jets offensive line, they're not as big as the Green Bay Packers offensive line. And another thing too, 
the defenses and the weather in that division is going to dictate a lot of problems for Aaron Rodgers on that field. You're you're talking about you were on the Green Bay Packers field that they took care of that was so, so, so well kept to now you're rotating. Um, you're rotating with how it, it was with the Giants, you know, in the Meadowlands, you know, and now you're having this um, catastrophe of Aaron Rodgers not looking that good in practice where he almost had an injury. Now they're ready to like, like protect him. Now they're ready to um, keep things, you know, calm because they don't want him. Well, I'm going to tell you something when he gets out there, on game day, there's nothing calm about that. And if if he's looking sloppy, if he's looking like he's high on the hog, like I felt like he was at the end of Green Bay, with all respect to him, because I, I have a lot of love for Aaron Rodgers, but I just felt like he was just really high on the hog, and that motivation, the drive of what fueled him to get the first Super Bowl was just not there. And you're talking about everything around him had changed. But anytime he complained... Anytime he had a gripe, the Green Bay Packers addressed it and they did whatever they could to make it right. They brought back Randall Cobb. They made offers to guys that left. But you know what? At the end of the day, it's a business and guys got to go where they can get the most bang for their buck. But look how that worked for Devontae Adams and and, uh, how it worked for the Las Vegas Raiders. Complete disaster. Complete dog and pony show. I mean, you're just like, man, we can't even get something so simple as a good player and a good team, right? And I feel for the Raiders fans. I really do. And there's a lot of teams that are going to have that sad reality come game day. And I don't listen to anybody. They say, oh, uh, this team's going to win the division. This team's going to win the division. So you're just jinxing yourself. You're just, all you're doing is jinxing yourself. Same way the Broncos fans did last year. And I laughed all year because I said, every time I see a Broncos fan, they're, they, they're always being so negative and so critical online. And I'm saying, what's wrong with these people? And they thought they were going to get Aaron Rodgers. You still want them? You know what I mean? Because they went and got Russell Wilson. How did that work out? So, you know, I'm, I'm sitting back laughing at, oh, you finally got some time on your hands to talk about the Green Bay Packers to these other fans. Like, oh, you finally have, you finally, uh, got over all your losses. All your betrayals, everything that's gone wrong on your on your teary shirt from all the beers you've been pounding back, and you can't even take it anymore, can you? And that's and that's how a lot of fan bases are right now. They can't even take it anymore. They can't stand it. If like my my prediction for the season is the Packers will go as far as they want to go. Like it, it's gonna be about clutch moments. It, you look at the schedule. And you literally say they could dominate more than half of those games. If the defense shows up, if the offense capitalizes, they'll dominate more than half of those games because most of those teams are in rebuild mode. Now, there's a few games that stand out that say that's going to be a coin flip. You know, there's a there's a couple games on there that's like there's some bad blood now with the Lions and the Packers. So we'll see how that plays out because the Lions have finally started to do something and people are kind of hyping up the lions, but, um, that is one big question mark. Like I don't give that a, uh, up or a down. I just give the lines a big question mark and like, I'll be talking more about each team, but I really want to just hit on the Packers and, you know, Rashawn Gary's back, J.R. Alexander, 
And we're seeing these videos of Jordan Love dropping dimes. Reminds me a lot like Brett Favre. True gunslinger. Fits the ball in there where he needs to. Now he just needs to not have those interceptions like Favre. But every quarterback has interceptions. And actually, Aaron Rodgers was coming off one of his worst years of interceptions. So the league changes and adapts to guys. So the Packers actually have an advantage this year because no one's seen Jordan Love. They've got a little bit of footage on him against the Eagles where he was thrown in. And uh, you got a little bit of footage here and there, but there's not much out there about him. And the one thing I will tell you about him is going back to watching him play when he played at um, Utah State is that he is a true gunslinger quarterback. He will sling the ball as much as he needs to. And that's why I really like him. That's really why I like him. And... People forget. I think we're so focused on Jordan Love that all the attention went away from our running backs. And I think our running game is going to be pretty good this year, and it's going to really help us. I think it's going to help Jordan Love out a lot. I think I think they're going to carry a lot of weight on their shoulders this year for Jordan Love. And I think it's good for the Packers. I think we're going to build some good chemistry this year, and you never know what can happen. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed the show. Just like the hands of time, I'm turning it over to you. Good night. God bless.